Dudes and dudettes, Michelangelo here just to tell you that you are listening to the Points of Interest podcast. Am I right? Did I get that right? Absolutely. All right, absolutely. Bodacious Cowabunga! An elegant weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer, and you don't want no part of this shit. An elegant weapon for the more civilized age. This is Ryan Stegman, and you're listening to An Elegant Weapon. Wild Cherry Diet Pepsi, and uh, I got my Blackjack gum here, and I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 91. I am your host, my name is J.M. Clark. They call me the Jedi Ross. Please, excuse me while I flick my bick. Your love of the halfling's leaf has clearly slowed your mind. How's everybody doing? It's good to be back with you this week here in the L5J studio. Had a very exciting weekend past. Last Sunday, January the 26th at the Delta Mississauga, the Ontario Collectors Con took place. And I was there. What a great show, kids. Uh, It was a really, really good time. Uh, Held in my hometown here, as I've been saying and you've been hearing, unless you're a first-timer. In which case, if you are a first-timer, welcome to the show. If you're not a first-timer, then you're used to this. So, uh, yeah, Sunday morning, um, 9 o'clock a.m., shop, I went up there. And before I get started on any type of adventurous storytelling, I would like to thank them for uh, all their help and uh, support as far as uh, letting us in there and uh, letting me ramble on to guests and people and such things. So, again, thank you very, very much to the Ontario Collectors Con and all the folks involved uh, with the organization, and uh, also congratulations, because it was a great day, it was a fantastic day, uh, I've gone to many toy shows over many years, and uh, this was a special one because of its quality, uh, it was not a quantitative situation, it was not an old school international center, uh, you know, bash up, bang them out, blow up, it was a, it was a nice little Fairly intimate affair, but a detailed affair. And what I mean by that is the vendors were tremendous. A tremendous mix of vendors and items going on at this show. So uh, I was saying before, 9 o'clock a.m. I go um, and uh, I meet Colin, who is the organizer of the Ontario Collectors Con. Fantastic fellow. Uh, We'll have more with him later on. Um, So uh, I do my initial walk around as you do at any Comic-Con. And... uh, I'm really blown away. It's it's been a few years since I've been at a toy show, and uh, the, the the vendors were so organized and so precise and so set up. Um, maybe I didn't I I didn't notice certain booths at old shows I went to because there were so many booths going on. But uh, I've never seen like an entire table there. One exhibitor was entirely there for pieces like missing accessories for transformers and gi joe and stuff it was these little slotted white bins with nothing but that just accessories as far as you could dig into and it was it was so uber cool um 
It's weird to see the trends in toys that come and go. The absolute main presence at this show was uh, Transformers. Transformers, you know, was was easily uh, number one on the agenda. Um, Ninja Turtles, of course, uh, was a huge draw at this event, uh, and a big part of that being to the presence of Mr. Townsend Coleman. That's right, kids. The voice of Michelangelo himself from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He was there and he was hanging out for all people to meet. And uh, it was really cool. He's also the voice of the Tick. He was the voice of Sentinel Prime. Uh, you know, he had his finger touched, as you'll hear uh, in The Dark Knight Returns and many others over the years. Um, I had a chance to sit down and talk. Uh, I'm not going to say with Mr. Coleman. I'm going to say I had a chance to talk to Mr. Coleman because it happened, kids, and I got a little fanboy. I got a little bit excited, and I'm not saying I didn't let him get an, a word in edgewise or anything, but uh, I, I got excited to convey to him my feelings on the situation. But uh, he was an absolute joy to talk to. Um, he gave us uh, five minutes of his time, and it was more than enough to uh, to really get a feel, in a sense, of uh, how awesome all these voice actors are in the industry and uh, why they're you know, as happy and fun-loving people as they are. So uh, I'll stop rambling on, and you can hear me ramble on to Mr. Townsend Coleman. It's a pleasure to meet you, sir. Thanks. Welcome to Cold Ass Canada. Yes, yeah, uh, Cold Ass, all right. Does uh, does climate affect your voice? Like, say you do a job in Toronto and fly out to LA the next day. Do you ever notice? No. No. Not no. at all. Eh? I got vocal cords of leather, so yeah, I, I can pretty much you know work <laughs> in a the pace North say. Pole, South Pole, even LA. <laughs> That's fantastic. Even Toronto. Um, when I heard you were coming, I had to re-listen to uh, Talking Tunes. Yeah. When uh, you and the other turtles were on, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a great Robbie show. Paulson, yeah, I'm a huge fan of that show. Um, okay, which kind of stems my question to my question is, you guys are so fond of each other in the industry. All the voiceover actors, you guys are all really tight. Uh, you love to gush over each other. You're huge <laughs> fans of each other. Does that come out of just that your job is so much damn fun? You think? Or, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it, just, yeah. I don't think there's. Uh, I don't think there's uh, any of us that do. What, you know, we're fortunate enough to do for a living. Uh, that doesn't get the fact that we're you know just about the luckiest people on the planet. Yeah. It's you know to be able to play and get paid for it. Yeah. It's it's like what the hell? Most often it's just uh, what a blast you guys have had. And totally. The yes. And they're the nicest guys. The most creative, talented. You know, quick-witted. Um, humble uh, people you'll ever meet, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it must be. It almost adds to it because. Of the, Listen like, to me. I'm. I'm, just, I'm. It's like I'm describing myself. And, uh, no, but I'm. But I'm talking about the, the, the industry. You know, the voice industry as a whole. You know, so voice actors are, are to me. You know, just in the entertainment industry, just some, some of the, the greatest people uh, around. It seems that way. I mean, I don't listen to one episode of that show, whoever yes. Mr. Paulson has on, that they just seem like the nicest, most genuine, down-to-earth, fun-having people. Like, yeah, I, I think most of them get the fact of, you know, just how fortunate they've been mm -hmm. to be able to, you know, somehow, miraculously land in this biz. Yeah, especially so, nowadays with yeah. geekdom being such a big thing. Yeah. You know, finally you guys starting to get the more mainstream credit you guys have deserved for so long. You know, it's, well, it's an awesome thing to see, you know. Things like uh, DiMaggio and uh, I know that voice, like, right. what right. a huge thing to, to do. Right. And because uh, it has always been that way, you know, you grow up and you're like, I know that voice, I know that voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because uh, I remember when G.I. Joe the movie came out. Right. And they showed it on TV. It was like Saturday afternoon, right. and every kid in the world sitting there watching this TV, this cartoon, and everybody's parents sat down to watch just because Don Johnson was doing the voice of uh, Falcon, right. and you know. That's cool, and I've heard you guys talk about how it's cool when guys get hired, you know, but the celebrities, they get hired to sound like them. Right. But you guys, you guys are just like, you know, the foot soldiers, you guys, and, you know. Well, God bless you mind. for saying that. I appreciate your mind that. When yeah. you go back, and, you know, like, I've known you've done the tick and Michelangelo, and I heard the talking tunes, but then when I was going to talk to you, I went a little further back, you know, your Ryan and this and that. Right. And the places you've popped up, you've just, you know, dark, oh yeah, Dark Knight Returns. Right. 
just to be involved in the project right. must have been insane. Like, right. And I think I was a guard or something in that. I, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. 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 But, but I'm whatever. happy to do. I'm happy to do. The, you know, they call and I'll, I'll say, look, I'll do whatever you like. You know. Oh, just to have your your finger in something like it's right. an instant classic. You know, that came out and it's just everybody's just blown away by these cartoons. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, thanks. For well, it was cool about Dark Knight because there was a lot of people who have done Batman voices in the past, like Tom Strong and stuff, but took littler parts in the Dark Knight. Right. So, you know, they had newer people doing, you know, the bigger jobs, mm -hmm. but then you guys are all there filling it out, giving it this extra yeah. boom. Yeah, so just got just to wrap it up. Yeah, okay, yeah. absolutely. Uh, sorry about taking up too much no, time. No, that's not But I'm a huge all, yeah. fan. Yeah. Thank you for all the work you and all your cohorts have been doing over the years. It's, uh, Thanks, dude. I you know, especially that. now with with us having more access, you know? Right. You guys are more famous. You can do these shows. It's, right. it's really, really cool. Well, so, thanks. All right, thank dude. So we'll call Bunga. Could not have been a nicer guy. Couldn't have been. He could not have been a nicer guy. He could have tried, but he probably would have failed because he would have came off as trying and he didn't have to try because he was such a nice fucking guy. He was such a nice fucking guy. I tell you. Um, that was a pleasure. That was a treat. And, uh... I'm sorry I didn't ask more questions. I only think I asked them two questions, but I don't care. I got to meet them. You got to hear it, and that was fun, and that was cool. Um, so, yeah, lots of people loving life there meeting Mr. Coleman, as well as uh, Mr. Nikolai Volkov was there in all his red glory. Um, and they were they were packed. Uh, there was a hell of a turnout at the show, a hell of a turnout. It was huge. And uh, a lot of people at their table, constant traffic throughout the day for Mr. Volkoff and Mr. Townsend, and uh, it was uber neat. So that's what happened. So after that, I went on a, a bit of a buzzed out uh, trip around the con, um, you know, did a little digging, did a little watching, did a little sifting and such through. Uh, I ran into one of my friends who was there, and uh, he's a friend of mine. He's a friend of yours. He's a friend of this show. He's a friend of everybody's because he's just that friendly a guy. But I ran into Weapon... I ran into Weapon Nix. How's the toy rummaging going, Sean Nixon? Slow. But Slow. there's a lot to look at. There's so much here to look at. It's insane. Crazy. Are you hunting anything particular? Yeah, I want a lot of sealed stuff. I'm not seeing a lot of that. Sealed what exactly? Like vintage. Your Marvel guys? No, no, no. I'm you got all vintage. the Marvel ones, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We got all that stuff. So say again, what are you, who are you looking for? Just anything vintage. Like, uh, you You're know. just spreading out, eh? Yes, I'm looking at this. That's what happens when you stuff. buy every X-Men figure ever made. That's you right. got to branch out into something else. Spider-Man phone is awesome. So is that Anne of Green Gables. 20 bucks, I'm going to buy this. That's pretty cheap, man. Yeah, I'm buying that. There's Turtle Mania here. I know. Turtle Mania! Where is the guy? I'm totally buying it. So yeah, I ran into Nixon, and he uh, was getting some Ninja Turtle stuff for his boys. It was great to see him. Uh, Nixon's always a constant fix uh, fixture on our... Fan Expo specials. He is the X-Men expert extraordinaire, and he's got something very special coming uh, that we're going to be helping him out with very soon, too, that we are going to blast out on the Internet. But uh, that's that's a surprise. So I'm going to leave this as a surprise. Um, did a little digging. Had a little fun. Um, then uh, I got a little I got a little into the vein of things. I got a little into, into where we go because present at the Ontario Collectors Con was... The 501st. The 501st Legion Canadian Garrison. Um, anybody unfamiliar, uh, I don't know why you'd be listening to this show if you're unfamiliar with the 501st, but uh, that's the community group of people who get together and make Stormtrooper costumes and TIE Fighter, tie fighter pilot costumes and many, many costumes. Uh, those cosplaying uh, Star Wars-loving people. And uh, the, the 501st has grown into a serious... Uh, charitable organization, and uh, they do some incredible work uh, all around the world, uh, as you'll hear. Um, so you want questions? Well, here's some questions. I got some questions because I had the honor of sitting down with Mr. Roy Mitchell, and Mr. Roy Mitchell is the commanding officer of the entire Canadian garrison of the 501st Legion, who this year will be celebrating their 15th anniversary, uh, which will go along very, very well with Fan Expo celebrating their 25th anniversary, which will go down stupendously well with Batman 
celebrating his 75th anniversary. So that's really cool, and uh, that's really exciting. So I sat down for uh, for a bit of a chat, and uh, we got into it for a little while. So um, here's some serious interview podcasting. Um, not just me gushing on things, but there, of course there's a little gushing. There's always gushing with the J. I'm just a bit gushy, kids. Just a bit gushy. Uh, here, here I am with Mr. Roy Mitchell, commanding officer of the 501st Legion Canadian Garrison. So, Roy, you are chief commander, the commanding officer, Grand Moff, Canadian Garrison, Darth Vader, eh? generally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Works super cool, man. Yeah. Um, been seeing you guys for years, been chatting with you guys here and there. Um, usually at the cons, fan expo, and all around and stuff. You guys do so much good. It's well, obviously, I mean, you guys. It's it's almost become such a charity based organization to come out of some guys who like to dress up a little you know what i mean so yeah it's 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 how it started and, and, and with lucasfilm working with them from way back like uh 16 16 17 years ago now at least yeah it was when it first started and then when we started doing the costumes and the appearances and all that and it was that we were raising money for charity or that we were going to kids children's hospitals and that's when it's like, wow, these, you know, when the Lucasfilm obviously keeping an eye on see what's going on, they're like, well, these guys are doing some good stuff. So it's like, you know, so they said, let's work with them and do more. And then that's what we've done over the years. Yeah, Comic-Con was always there. I mean, when they, when they, Star Wars was coming out, they actually had like the Vader suit there and 3PO like okay. way back. But I mean, it was a small, small little, it yeah, was literally it was just, just a Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah. The bottom that's when they first tell, pimped yeah. like. I remember you see some of the books. There's photos where you see like they're actually set up on mannequins. You know, no photo photography. They oh, had some really? Original stuff. I think that the first panel was like Ben Burt and like the effects guys and a couple yeah. other guys just sitting there. You know, hey, Star Wars is coming. Out. Come <laughs> I don't and know see what we're it. supposed to do here. And uh, boom, hi. it shows up. Everybody's like, what? <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, uh, Lucasfilm they do their official con and celebrations. So, and stuff did like you help that. bring it to Canada, or you, you, you just could, did you? It wasn't me. It actually, uh, <laughs> when I first got involved, I was at Fan Expo. It was uh, 15 years ago now and I was just there hanging out you know getting yeah. autographs it was a fan expo was just starting to take off and uh, a guy in a Darth Vader costume came up to me and said hey man how you doing I haven't seen you for a while and I'm like uh, hi you know Lord Vader what the <laughs> and it was a buddy of mine from high school I hadn't seen him for a while and he's and then I'm just like hey what is this this is awesome and he starts told me about it and it was way back in our infancy 15 years ago so yeah. like, there was like four four guys <laughs> and uh yeah, I saw it and I said, that sounds awesome. And then in my, where I'm from in Oshawa, there was like, I remember in one of the stores, there was a TIE fighter pilot helmet. And I let it home after the show, bought that helmet, put the suit together and became a member and then became CO. And I've been running it for like 11, 12 years That's awesome, now. So. That's awesome. Uh, I went to one of the panels, uh, I can't remember if it was last Fan Expo or the one before, when you guys did a, a workshop on the helmet building and mm-hmm. stuff. And I was surprised to see and hear how simple it actually started, that you guys were actually recommending, no, go out and buy the toy Boba Fett helmet and kind of, you know, yeah, you can work off it, learn off it, and then you it. eventually get into, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's like, it's like well, the, the, how to build armor is it, it, in the process and how it is quite simple. It's vacuum-form plastic. You just make a mold and you heat plastic, put it over it, and then you use a vacuum, sucks it down, dries, you know, like, and then it starts to cool, takes the form, carve it out, there you go. Wow. That's how you can make hard shapes. Now, in describing it like that is simple, <laughs> doing it is a whole <laughs> other world. Like, I mean, I making imagine. molds is a lot of work, finding plastic, building tables, but you can do this stuff in your basement. Like, there are, there's lots of great tutorials on YouTube on how oh, to build yeah, vac yeah. tables. Literally a shop vac, and you literally heat some plastic, I've done it. Put it over, squeeze it down, suck all so the air out, push it in. So what are you guys going for? Are you going for authenticity of movie-made costumes? Yes. Or are you going... Yeah. Okay, That's, so. Our group is the art, the creativity, whatever you want to call it, is making the costumes as close to what was used in the movies and everything from there. Like Now, does that mean visually or is, is part of it knowing in your mind that even like the inner workings of stuff... Can is be. Because I'm wondering if you kind of... Has there been tweaking as far as like comfort... Well, yeah, you, you know like, I mean? usually it's like you make it as, as accurate as you can, as you want, or it has to be as accurate as possible, of course, but then it's, then there's the comfort issue. Like, 
if the com- if the costume is killing you while you're wearing it, you're not going to want to wear it much. You're not going to have a good time. Yeah. So then, of course, well, you know, carve a bit out of the bottoms of the joints so they move a little better. It's okay. not really making so a huge difference. So it's more fitting to the person. So it fits, yeah. Each costume yeah. has to be custom fit to yeah. the person. Of course, yeah. And go yeah. from there. But, yeah, like, um, uh, I started with a TIE pilot, and I built a, I built a snow trooper, then I built a ESB Vader, but then my, my passion was always the New Hope Vader because Vader's different in every film. Each costume's yeah. different. Yeah. And uh, that was always, you know, the first thing I ever saw, that was him. He's there. He's just scarier looking. And yeah. I t- it took me six years to put that costume together. I went and sourced all the individual bits, like even the lights on the belt to get actual ones. I mean, some of these are wow. from like the 50s and yeah. the 40s, like old, oh, the stuff whatever they could. Because yeah. in the UK, they literally just cabbage <laughs> stuff together, like airplane parts, whatever they could yeah. find. <laughs> yeah. There you go, let's build it. So yeah, it took me six years to put wow. that thing together, just to gather the pieces, build it. So it's yeah. like, and That's then I, I went like I man. went completely overboard on, I screen captures yeah. putting in the scratches so they're accurate to what it is, and it's just now this show is insane. called an elegant weapon. I'm a big lightsaber collector. Mm-hmm. I own about seventy-eight lightsabers. Oh yeah, wow! And so my question will be, the lightsaber for your Vader costume. I use uh, well. I just the, the Force FX, just a new hope re- re- removable nice. blade. Yeah. I mean, I mean for for the Vader, it's I find it's quite accurate. Yeah, maybe a little wider than it's yeah, than it's a, supposed to be. But you got to get the stuff inside. But, it's yeah, exactly. Work, right? And yeah. Uh, and for that, and especially for the Vader one, because it's not as intricate. I mean, yeah. for for the uh, for the. Uh, Luke and the Ben, of course, they're way wider and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Or the Dooku's quite a lot bigger. But I mean, when you when you when you're trooping and the kids see it and you do have the light and you have the sound, it's, it, it, it's a lot of fun and, yeah, and everybody yeah. likes that. So who's usually the main Vader at Fan Expo? Because I know there's one guy who's usually there's usually a few Vaders, but yeah, there's a few of us. Yeah. Actually, uh, at Fan Expo last year, we had a Return of the Sith Vader, a New Hope Vader, we had an ESP oh, Vader, they, and a Return of the Jedi. Vader. I gotta look closer this year because so, I never realized. Uh, yeah, you there's guys... some pictures if you check our website yeah. and stuff, or even on Facebook and all that. There's a few pictures floating around. We actually have uh, all standing next to each other. Yeah. Oh, I love. When you guys and do it, the masquerade on, yeah, on the side and, and, and the group photo. And who's the, there's one dude who does the, the Emperor every year. Well, we have a few, yeah. Oh, there has uh, been one, a of few? Members, okay. one of our members has been doing the Emperor, and then a, another member who actually works in the effects industry and in movies and stuff. He built himself an Emperor. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's scary accurate. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, I think that's the one it's, I saw. It's the there's one, one yeah. guy I was just like, that's kind of crazy. And, and they, everybody does a good job. And, yeah. and that's part of it, too. I mean, we have a, you can have a bit of fun with it staying in character. Oh, yeah. You know, like as Vader, I'll... I always try to stand, look imposing in of that, course, and then you yeah. have the breathing. So when people, oh, they get close, it's whoa. Yeah, well, you, especially fan expo, you know, you're putting that yeah. costume on. You know, you're in for three hours of. Can I take a picture? Can I take a picture? Oh, can I take a yeah, picture? When, you know, when the Emperor and Vader go for a walk, yeah. we didn't like. Literally I felt move bad for last year. There was a group of Sith that walked by, and they were really well done up, really well done up. And I asked if I could take their picture, and the three of them like instant pose, but then one of them was. Kind of, and then the three just turned around like, we told you to expect this. You yeah. knew this was going to... I couldn't believe oh, yeah. this girl like, get so dolled up and realize people yeah. are going to be all over that, you know? Yeah, people I mean, that's, that's the fun. You want to costume yeah. up. I mean, that's that's the, yeah. the deal you enter into, you know? Like, yeah. people want to get pictures, but then why else would you be doing it? That's the fun, you know? Yeah. Like, whether you're doing Batman or Superman or Spider-Man or Star Absolutely. Wars or Star Trek or anything. There's well, always about, a fan uh, and everybody's having Grievous. fun. There was a Grievous a couple years ago that yeah. was off the chain this guy had like the head like he was mm-hmm. inside but do you know the one I'm talking about Jim? yeah he Grievous actually yeah, he was hidden he was connected to you guys or not but... uh, sometimes okay. yeah uh, Grievous is a I mean for doing what we do yeah. like it's gotta be movie accurate and obviously Grievous being a completely CG character it's very difficult now people have tried it where it's more of a maquette maybe you hide in the cape yeah I've seen that do yeah, that and can look pretty cool but, uh, yeah, it can be a lot of there fun. There was this one guy a couple of years ago, and I was so impressed. And, yeah, his head was kind of in where the chest would be, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he had it so the limbs were, like, connected to his limbs. But just, I'm not sure how he did the hookups or the mechanics, mm-hmm. but I was so impressed by that costume. It just totally blew me away. But, uh, yeah, you guys, you always seem to be having so much fun, too. I love when you guys have the setup and the kids are always shooting you out with the darts and this and that. Other than cons, what kind of stuff do you guys get involved in? Uh, yesterday we did the Alzheimer's Walk, downtown Toronto. Oh, yeah? Uh, and that's literally, we're just there to entertain and help out. Anything for a charity, a good charitable cause. 
you know, in that case, uh, we were there. There's lots of families there. So they could get pictures with us and enjoy it and then do the walk and come back, get more pictures and hang out and stuff. That's a lot of fun. We did that yesterday. We do uh, maybe some town stuff, uh, library events. Uh, pretty much. Oh, yeah. It's, it's it, When we first started, obviously, as things get bigger and blowing up and there's more shows, but there's more charity stuff, like, yeah, we're, yeah. it's... I'd it's say 90% yeah, of the weekends yeah, yeah. over the it year. It almost becomes a full-time job. Oh, like, yeah, yeah now yeah. it's January. Like, it's all year round. Yeah. Used to, there used to be a bit of a break, but not anymore. <laughs> January, we're busy. February, there's stuff. March, you know, well, Especially now in this area. I mean, Ontario, the cons have just blown up. It's, yeah, but I, I think, think it's, oh, it's 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 too much. You're, it's it's going to, the card thing's going to happen. It's, it'll Yeah, it'll blow up Because it's like, yeah, and I mean, some guys, yeah, they want to do toy shows, and they're like, Yes, I mean, you sell your tables and you're basically paying for your space and you can do it so you can do it, but these guys don't get it. Like, dude, if you're doing a toy show every other month, then there's all the established shows. Then you have your cons. Like, yeah. there is literally a convention somewhere in the GTA yeah. every single weekend all year. I know of two other shows today. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but the, the thing is, it's like, there's only so many people. Like, I mean, you, you've been to the shows. Like, right. there's the group that go to the shows. There's only so much money people are going to be willing to spend or can afford to spend. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, even talking to the vendors, a lot of them are like, like you're doing a show every other week, yeah. you know, and it's like, well, I, these, there's no money to be made anymore. Like, exactly. You, like you can't do it. Exactly. These shows got big because yeah. of all these new people and, you know, the geek shop. And it's great. Big, it's but, fantastic. Yeah, they've kind of, then it kind of dissipates to the point where you're right. You've just got your regulars when you're going that off. Yeah. And, you, you know, and then, I mean, people like, like Fan Expo. I mean, that's the big, big, big show. So people are saving their money. If you're an anime fan, like it's Anime North. Yeah. I know kids that literally will go to other shows, but they don't spend any money because they're saving all their money for Anime North because that's the insanity, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. But then you get these all these shows popping up, and, and the vendors are like, I made 20 bucks today because it's the... It's rough, yeah. You know, how can you... You can only so much stock you can bring. It you can only so much stock you can change out. And yeah, it's like, it almost works out for, no. for the for the real collector because, I mean, I, I don't buy anything at Fan Expo anymore. You know, I go and I have a great time mm-hmm. and I go to panels and meet people and I buy some art and this and that and maybe a couple of comics, but I'm not... I go to have a good time and be yeah. with my people and podcast and, you know, interview and, and have an awesome time, but... I'm not going there nowadays to get my comics or my collectibles just because they're jacked. The prices are a so jacked. These are the places you want to come now if well, you're yeah. really really into it, you know. Well, yeah. So. But again, at Fan Expo, the deal is you know you're dealing with a hundred, yeah. hundred and twenty thousand people showing <laughs> up to it. So it's like yeah, it, yeah, like when you you go there, you're looking for something. It's there. Somebody's yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, and and again, it's Fan Expo. I mean, mm-hmm. here tables are maybe 50 bucks yeah, I mean yeah. a fan expo yeah it's a little four by eight tables yeah. <laughs> but then I know so many people whose stores say like literally fan expo is what keeps them around like oh, some they'll make so much it. money over yeah. that weekend because there's just so much Michigan there come up and oh, yeah. stuff oh yeah absolutely oh, yeah. Like, and that, you guys that had the, the emperor chair this year that was a big I, hit, yeah. and, uh, like, I mean, this year is our 15th anniversary for the Canadian Garrison. Okay. And it's Fan Expo's 25th anniversary. Right. So, I mean, we're already in the planning stages of what we're going to do, but we really want to do more of the interactive stuff. I mean, every single person, literally, that went through Fan Expo sat, sat in that Emperor's chair. I, I, sat, got, I got pictures of me in that Everybody <laughs> loved it, and we were so happy it went over so well. Yeah, yeah. And we definitely want to do more of that, because, like, for us at Fan Expo, like, for us at any show, like... We're not here to recruit. You can't recruit for this club. Yeah. You know, people are like, oh, we recruit. I said, how do you recruit? You can't go up to someone and say, hi, do you want to spend the next two or three years of your life working your butt off trying to make a costume that's very expensive or to build it all? Like, it's a passion. You know, people come if they're really interested in it. We'll help them out. Yeah, let's work together. Like, I've always wanted to be a star trooper or something. Okay, fine. Well, you can do this. You can do that. There's pieces you can get here and there. And, and work towards it, but it's not something, you know, you just, yeah. it's not that you just sign up for it and say, oh, sure, I'll come out to a meeting. It's, you got to have a bit of a passion for it because it's crazy. Because oh, yeah. once you start, it's like a tattoo. Once you start, it doesn't stop in one. Yeah, <laughs> it just keeps going. Feel, it's like, well, these one's guys, done, what's next? There's these guys uh, that are making the custom lightsabers out there, mm-hmm. too. Like, there's like uh, park lightsabers and a few other ones. And these guys are just like, I know some people who have ordered hilts, and they're not getting that hilt for like six to eight months. Because mm-hmm. just the detail that they're putting into the, these days, 
the, the materials they're starting to use. Because, I mean, back in the day, Luke's original lightsaber was the Graflex handle. You know, mm-hmm. the, the flash cameras? Mm-hmm. All you had to do was get one of those handles and stick some doodads on it, you know. That's what it does. That's but what it was in 77, they're doing, right? They're, so. they're, like, just machine working and, like, certain materials that make them glow and etching in designs and the, the passion that people put into stuff, you know. It, it's really cool with you guys that it was able to grow into this amazing charity thing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How many, like, how hard is it? Like, say I had a charity in, like, a couple weeks, and I was like, I want, like, I need, I need a platoon of stormtroopers walking up the alley. Like, you go to the website. There's yeah. a, a, make an event request. It's as easy as that. It's as easy as that, and put it in there. Now, there's lots of stuff we don't do. I mean, obviously, this isn't our full-time jobs. Of this course. is This is our fun. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so we get requests sometimes, oh, can you come out on a Wednesday? It's like, well, work, you know, people have jobs, you, yeah. know, you know, we don't, I mean, we give a lot of our time for this and it's all for charity and that's fun and we enjoy it for that. But, you know, yeah. you know I course. can't just no. <laughs> take a day off of work yeah. and stop. I mean, we try and we try yeah. to, you know, you never know yeah. what might happen. But, uh, yeah, and it, the, you know, you put in the event requests and I'm the guy in charge, so it comes to me and we'll chat about it. Like, what do you want to do? Like, we're doing... Vaughn Winterfest in February. They do a big um, free event for just um, the kids and everybody there. And they asked us to come out one year. We said, yeah, sure, you know, we'll come out. And, you know, kids come and get their pictures with us and stuff like that. And it was a huge hit and stuff. And it was like, you know what? As far as, uh, like, let's say Ontario. How many Ontario? Ontario? uh, About 130, I think, in Ontario right now. Most in the GTA. There's a lot of people in Ottawa. Uh, There's Quebec. Canada's candidates only so big, but I think worldwide we're over six or seven thousand right That's now. Insane. Worldwide, totally yeah. There's a guy in Dubai. Is there really? Yes, no, there's there a is. There's a Dubai? guy in Dubai as a suit of armor. <laughs> I don't want to wear it; it'd be pretty hot. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah all yeah. over the world: Chile, Argentina. It's <laughs> amazing. It's Star Wars. It's so. Everywhere. What's your thoughts on Episode Seven? Are you excited? Nervous? Uh, why not? Well, yeah. it's. <laughs> okay. Say that it's going to be a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I got right. some funny quips to say, but you know, hey, you're putting it up. I don't want to be a, no, too no, much of a joker. But you know what? Um, you know, Disney bought it. You know, four billion. They don't want to make junk. Yeah. They want to make their money back. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a great franchise, and it's Star Wars. It can go anywhere. Like, um, and there's a whole this whole thing now about the extended universe that's already well, set up, and it's been this is a big it's now deal. Blown away. The storyboard, as they call it, they put together a council of people. Uh, Lee, the Holocron Keeper, he's one of the Lucas continu- con- continuity guys, and they've put together a committee. And this committee's going to sit down and go through everything Star Wars and decide what's canon and what's not. And they're going to put out an official report saying this counts, this doesn't. Because, obviously, there's been decades of stuff that has been written and created after Return of the Jedi. But the, the, the fun thing that was always neat about Star Wars, anything that was officially released was canon. Yes. Everything went across Lucas's desk. I mean, I had friends that made model kits. Like, they're sculptors. He's in the movies. He made sculptures. Like that, he made a Tuscan. That went across Lucas's desk, whether it was Lucas himself that saw yeah. it, or the point is, anything that was released. Like, Star Trek, there was, like, half the shows aren't even canon in that. That was just a complete mess. And the yeah. new movies are great, don't get me wrong. I, I think they're fantastic. Yeah. But, and that was the thing that was always neat. I always liked about Star Wars was, no, if it's a book or it's a comic... And it's officially released, then it happens. Yeah. Now I can see that they want to. Okay, they want to take it a new direction. They don't want to do the Thrawn trilogy, which I think is a big mistake. Oh, I love huge those books. Too. So but good. you know what? It can be yeah. something fresh and new, yeah. and that's fantastic. Also, but you know, we'll see what it is. It was really funny. I remember when they first said that, everybody was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they're not doing this," and blah blah blah. And then. Now it's had a few months, and they're, they're saying like this now, and then you got like some of the company guys going in there. Oh, instead of you were sucked anyway. Yeah, and stuff. they gotta they gotta fix it. See, I for mean, me, it's hard. I'm a big EU guy. I, I collect Dark Horse, and I have hundreds. Oh, of I've Dark been Wars I've got and, yeah, yeah. every comic they've ever made. Yeah, so get it's all that Marvel just done, like the whole yeah. legacy just done. No, go ahead. Hi, how's it going? Hi, yeah. Steve Hey. Oh my God! Hey, how, how you doing, you? buddy? Right? Glad you made it. Hey, nice to meet you. This is one of our new members. He's oh, <laughs> almost. Yeah, almost. Well, I, I did all the application this morning and everything like that. Awesome. Too, so awesome. Just wait, I just wait for here, uh, Dr. Yeah. Well, Clark we had a big stuff. command meeting yesterday and stuff. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. And that's fantastic. And we, we had a big trip yesterday. And all stuff. Yeah, the Alzheimer's <laughs> walk went really well. It was a lot of fun. Charles was trying to get me in before yesterday, so I'd come up with you guys. That's wicked. That's not a problem. No, it's great to meet you, man. That's fantastic. Yeah, your suit looks fantastic, man. Really, really exciting. 
you know, play with that. I still got a lot of stuff to do, a little bit of tweaking to do. Oh, yeah, there's always How long did it take you? How long did you put into your suit? I ran fast with it, actually, because I got it just before. Just uh, the weekend of Thanksgiving here, so three oh. months. I did it under three months. That's pretty good. That's it that's really good, good that, for uh, a first-time guy. That's why you're working on it, you know, at night, every day type of thing. You know what I mean? You know, because that was kind of so. And kind of on your own, we're not really having all. We're trying to get a couple of armor parts together, but it didn't really happen. So. Yeah, so again, it's bad. more of a, like... I've been cleaning up my house, working on my basement, you know, my pops, you know, whatever. Right. <laughs> We're going to be weird shop talk. It's a fun. Yeah, and uh, I got my house clean. We're going to have a lot more armor parties in the summer and stuff. I'm just because it's nice and they become barbecues. Yeah, 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 which is great. But, but I, I uh, have yeah. Keith Food that lives right close to me. So oh, yeah? Came twice to take a look at oh, it. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, Keith did a fantastic job on him. That's right. Yeah, I wish yeah. he'd come out more, you know, but I guess he's busy. Everybody can tell you about that, right? So I'm going to entice him anyways, right? He's got a new baby and all that kind of stuff. Life and work and a baby. Of course, of course. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the guys are in the south building in Salon uh, 2. You go oh. over to the south building, a lot of the guys are in there changing right now. Go on in, introduce yourself. Everybody oh, knows who you actually, are. Oh, okay. there's and, actually, uh, oh, there's a whole bunch of us here. Oh, okay. I'm just okay. man in the booth and we're doing oh, interviews for okay. fun. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't, yeah, yeah. Did you bring your bucket? Yeah, I brought my bucket. Oh, right, sure. You can yeah, check so it out. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, so. This is, again, I got the RS kit, so it's actually quite oh, a nice kit. Oh, wow. Right? So, because of the RS. I think oh, you and RS, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. So this is this is this like is uh, an RS kit, right? Now, if you look at it, you can see all these bumps. Yeah. Because the original the original pieces were done in like a, an off yellowy kind yeah, of yeah. plastic. So they built them like that. Hey, Shag, what's up, man? And then they backformed them and then painted them. So the original kits, like, it's it's funny because when you see, like, back in 77, back in the old days of movies, right, there wasn't high def. Mm -hmm. There wasn't all this stuff. Right, right. So real props look like shit. (laughs) But that's the fun, right? Like, you look at this, like, there's a bump there. It's not completely symmetrical. Person like myself, I love that because yeah. it's it's real looking. That's how so they were done. Hand man, sure, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, oh, this is accurate. But after I actually actually ordered yeah. it and purchased, like, geez, maybe I should have done something a little bit more perfect. If you know what I mean, oh, like yeah. I realized Stormtrooper, right? And you but painted I, I, it all I learned, too. I learned to love it. Oh. I just really loved it. Actually. You did yeah, a yeah, fantastic it looks, it looks job, bro. It really does. It's, it's yeah, a, it's a yeah. great kit. But, and again, the, all the crazy wonkiness about it gives it some character, I suppose. Exactly. It's and then like, you don't try and make it perfect either because you know it wasn't. So, no. our, so can I see the Again, inside it's, there it's for a second? it's sec? super accurate now, to what it is. Now, actually, this inside's very accurate too to what <laughs> yeah, it is. The only thing I don't have is the actual straps. Yeah. That, that, so that's does, does everybody's straps the same or does everybody go custom on how they like to have it fit? Again, it's, head, it's, it's up to you and okay. how it fits. Well, I'm just doing it. Come back and say hi, man. Uh, it's it's how it, it works for you. How it, Like, you can look at the back and see how off... Right. It is, but yeah. I mean, to me, and obviously here we're just talking about like that's the like if you look at my new Hope Vader helmet, like it's not straight, like mm. pieces are small. The Return of the Sith, yeah, or, yeah, or Revenge of the Sith, sorry, yeah. that helmet's perfectly symmetrical because they three D printed it and all that machine. Yeah, that was what he wanted to do, and that's fine. Yeah. But with back mine, it looks like the original, so I mean, it's painted with a brush and all this kind of stuff because that's the. It's funny how it changed from movie to movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, Vader's different in every film, even ESB and Jedi. They're very close, but. It'd be the same, right? Yeah, it is different. A New Hope's got more of that Macquarie look to it. That's kind of conceptual. Uh, That's his helmet. You can look at it, but. Of course. You're going to be very careful with it, please. I love that Vader, the Macquarie, the conceptual Vader that's very kind of pointed, Mm -hmm. you know. I thought it would be cool if somebody actually made a custom helmet. People have. Have they made that? People have have made those. Because I've got the action figure of the uh, Stormtroopers when they had the shield and the lightsaber. Yeah, some guys did that at a show. I think it might have been Celebration 6. Or in the UK, some guys did like a troop. Of all those Macquarie yes, era uh, wow. guys with the shields and the sabers and stuff like that, cool. I would love which to is see which that. is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously for us, it's it's yeah, more of the movies, uh, the Clone Wars right. cartoon yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. But I mean, that kind of stuff's fun too. You know, there's yeah. you know whatever you is there do what you want, but that's our club. So there's obviously some kind of connection between the R two builders and you guys. Obviously, you must be friends. For here, for like they're their own club, and they're just focused on building R twos and stuff like that. Like for here in, in this area, 
the the five hundred first, the Rebel Legion, the R two builders. Like when we're at Fan Expo, it's which just like Star Wars spectacular. Yeah, exactly. That's our group. All right. Sort of okay. Thing. Cool. So we so all work together. A lot together. of those guys mix in with the uh, with the Dalek builders and stuff too. Yeah. The, that's the other guys. Uh, the uh, Doctor Who Society of Canada. They're always right near you guys. And between their spectacular Doctor Who setup and then what you guys got going on, uh, especially with the giant uh, the walkers. Yeah, we built a, some of the guys built like a. It's, it's not quite. It's not half scale. It's all or a little bit more than that. It's about 14 feet high. The the, the, uh, the or the ATSD. And obviously we have a chair this year, and uh, we have that nice big. Um, um, Star Destroyer backdrop with you know light in the yes, halls, people yes. stand back well, that's there. Good, yeah, that the turned out really you've had good. The backdrops to take yeah. all the pictures and stuff, which is great. Yeah, we don't have one today because unfortunately the guy still got it. <laughs> they took it to Rochester for <laughs> the event. I was surprised I, thought, I heard you guys were going to be here. Not oh, yeah. that this isn't a good decent yeah, we show. Always but, do, we always do you know the show. Mean, we always yeah. do the so. show. We, uh, they, I don't. They're, they're <laughs> a nice, sorry guy, and we like coming yeah. out and helping out. But uh, yeah, the uh, like that like again like for fan expo like we were saying earlier for next year we definitely want more interactive stuff like uh, right now we're doing that we've been thinking about it like, again when you're doing oh yeah but when you're doing stuff like that it's got to be like the chair like that chair is heavy duty chair so whether it's a kid sitting in it or a large individual sits in it it's safe for everybody we're just doing uh, <laughs> that's all right I've taken up to enough of your time why don't you just tell the kids where. Uh, um, wow. They can find all you guys and everything. Uh, www.501st.ca. That's our site. There's the .com site. That's the main site. There's lots of information there. And then if you ever wanted to be a character, uh, go on there, look into it. When you join There's, you guys, can you just be... You don't have to start as a stormtrooper. You can be like... You can oh, yeah, whatever you want. Whatever character you want to be, if it's you know within our group or Rebel Legion or whatever, like... I want to do Darth Vader. Well, there's a Sith Lords detachment. You can go on there. That's where a lot of everybody just talks about doing, you know, all the Sith Lords, like the Emperor, uh, Darth Tyrannus, uh, Darth Vader, stuff like that. And uh, learn more, see what people have done, see what's out there. You know, I, you know, took this and rebuilt this to make it look like this, and it's really good. Maybe you want to do that, there's tutorials, whatever. Or any character you want to do. That's awesome, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with the kids. It's a 501 kids. You all know it. You all see them all over the place. Amazing charitable contribution. Go help and uh, have a good time, yeah? You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear R2-D2 beep like this. Woo-hoo. Wonderful fellow. Wonderful fellow. The boy had the gift of gab himself, and uh, as he stated so. So we're hoping maybe we can try to get Mr. Mitchell back in the future. Maybe we can Skype Skype him on in or something. A hangout in the, a hang, a hang, a hanging out with him a little bit. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Maybe we can chat with him for uh, for a good old episode because that would be fa- fantastic fun. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? I think it would. So there you go. So that was loads of fun. Back again to the main hall where I did some more digging. Uh, bought some action figures for my boy. Got a, I got a nice Thor. I got a nice uh, Captain America. Um, I got some nice Batman decals. Some really cool uh, these thicker things. But yeah, it was good times. And uh, walking around, talking to people and meeting people. Uh, it was spectacular. And then I went and talked to Colin. And Colin, as I stated earlier, is the organizer, founder, and uh, backbone behind the Ontario Collectors Con. So we chatted about that for a bit and uh, what's coming up in the future. Um, So here's Colin and me. Me and Colin. Colin and me. Here you go. Good times. I'm just sitting here with Colin. Colin is the organizer of the Ontario Collector Con. How many years is this? This is actually the first Ontario Collectors Con. Okay. Um, Basically, uh, I do three shows a year usually uh, the 80s Toy Expo in the spring uh, TFCon which is the Transformers uh, Collectors Convention in the summer in July and then in uh, September we do the Action Figure Expo and between September to May there was a big break uh, so I thought I would try at a January show to see what the reception would be Sure. and by the number of people that were lined up this morning and the steady flow of people that keep coming through the door, even when we're talking here, <laughs> I think that there is a demand for yeah. a January show. It's packed. 
Oh, I, I I was not expecting this many people. Oh no! No, I, I thought it would. I thought we'd have a pretty good turnout, but uh, you never know with weather and in, in yeah, January and everything. Yeah. Yesterday we had like a bit of that snow, but it all cleared up, oh, and everybody were looking for. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Christmas is a month ago. We haven't got toys for like a month, man. Yeah, yeah. We need to go out and buy some more stuff. Well, you got some amazing vendors here. I mean. Oh yeah, there's. Uh, there's a really heavy focus on Transformers, Star Wars, uh, G.I. Joe, and uh, superheroes, and uh, Masters of the Universe. Yeah. Even uh, wrestling, and uh, even, even the more modern stuff like Power Rangers and everything, right? Like, I'm an 80s guy myself, mm-hmm. so that's why I kind of put the focus on that stuff. Uh, that's the stuff I always notice. You're a big collector yourself? Yeah. Um, I'm a really big Transformers collector. Uh, that's what got me back into collecting in 2002 cool. and I've been collecting started on eBay then found a local shop where I could buy like all the old G1 figures nice, yeah. and then uh, to this point now uh, I, I still got a few figures I want to pick up it's just like I have to do an inventory to figure out which figures <laughs> those are yeah. yeah and then uh, but I'm also uh, collecting a black label Star Wars uh, oh, nice. the 6 inch I really really like those figures I've always been a huge Star I Wars fan I used to be uh, big into collecting the Star Wars and uh, after episode 2 came out yeah. it went so gangbusters yeah. I decided to stop yeah I, I did it about the same time I was like buying like the first episode one figures yeah. and buying like every single carded figure that came out and I had them on my wall in my we lived in an apartment then and they were all, all in the computer room there not that I've seen maybe ask at the front yeah yeah um, so what I did is I sold off my entire collection on eBay yeah, I, and I went strictly lightsabers oh nice so yeah, I've, got a, a I've got a uh, Darth Vader lightsaber myself nice, FX nice. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. nice yeah I bought some of uh, those uh, kitty ones uh, for my kids, but they're still a little bit young. They're five and two. So I'm afraid they, like, bash their heads in with them at this point. They're on, <laughs> they're on sale at Walmart, so I picked them up, like, last year, and nice. they don't... They forgot that I had picked them up, so in another year or so. Yeah, yeah, keep them in the yeah, closet for a while. Yeah, yeah, my well, some of those ones, the way they spring out, too, some of the spring-loaded ones. Oh, those ones, one, the, the plastic like ones, they, they use the plastic ones all the time. We do lightsaber battle uh, with those. Uh, but uh, the FX ones, the, the light-up ones, uh, they're going to wait until they're a little bit older. A little bit, yeah. 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 But yeah Everybody um, needs a lightsaber. This shows a huge... Oh, of course. But uh, yeah, man, gangbusters. Fantastic turnout today. Um, got to meet Mr. Coleman over there. Townsend yeah, yeah. Coleman, Town, he's life. a really, really, got, really nice guy. The Tick. Yeah, amazing. He's, amazing he's stuff. Michelangelo. Yeah, it's good times. Yeah, he's a great guy. I was talking to him for a bit last night um, uh, over dinner. And then uh, met up with Nikolai again, really nice guy last night. Uh, both of those guys have got a lot of people lined up with them right now, uh, looking for autographs. Yeah, it's uh, good. It looks like he's signing waves. a Michelangelo right now. Nice. I seen uh, Nikolai was uh, <laughs> signing an old school uh, rubber wrestling figure earlier. <laughs> Which there are plenty to be found yeah, here as well. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm sure that there's... Yeah. Uh, they're, they're go, up front. Things have spread out a bit. I kind of like it with the little cons around spread out because I used to go up to the international show when they had yep. the international, the giant one, mm-hmm. and uh, you'd have to wait kind of like till that, that time every year. But now, yeah, yeah. you know, Ontario, not just collecting, but like the comics and all the different cons, it's just exploded. We have a crazy oh, yeah. community here. Yeah, there's a lot, and it depends on really what you're focusing. Like, if you're hardcore into toy collecting, like, these shows are like ideal for you, right? Yeah. Um, then there's like uh, shows that are more uh, geared for uh, people that like uh, anime and cosplay and stuff, and then yeah, yeah. just or comics uh, specifically. Well, there's comics here, but it's not really the main focus of the convention, right? Yeah, no, this is definitely more of a collector kind of toy thing. Yeah, definitely. oh, it's yeah. It's... I can't believe some of the retro stuff I've seen, like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves line. Is oh like yeah, there's everything. Huge, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when's our next show? Is it May? It is May fourth. And that's the 80s Toy Expo, 80stoyexpo.com. We're just announcing today, Alan Oppenheimer, the voice of Skeletor, is going to be here. Awesome. That's fantastic. He was also the voice of uh, Warpath and Sea Spray in Transformers, uh, Generation 1. 
wicked, wicked. Yeah, keep bringing in those voice actors, man. It's, it's yeah. always cool to be. I'm a big fan of Talking Tunes. Do you know that podcast? Um, Paulson? Rob Paulson. Yeah, actually, yeah. I was talking about that with uh, Townsend last night. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I guess they all got together and did something on stage uh, where all the original Ninja Turtles got together yeah. and they did a podcast. Yeah, yeah it's it was pretty a cool. Great, great episode. Uh, you can find it on iTunes if you want to listen to it. But he did one with the old Turtles and then he did one with the new Turtles because he's on the new cartoon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's, he's Donatello, Donatello on the new so one. Yeah. He had those guys on. Really yeah. Cool stuff to listen to. Yeah, we. Uh, I watched that one with my son. He loves the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, my, yeah. my kid. My kid's three, and he's not clicking on to the Ninja Turtles. Uh, he might be a little Avengers too young. Yeah, my son be. likes Avengers too, but yeah. he really likes uh, that Ninja Turtles. It's one of his favorites. We'll get there. I try to push the Star Wars, but you gotta let him go their own no, way. No, no. You know what I mean? Yeah, my my son. He's, he, my my youngest is really into Transformers right now. He's like two. He like loves them, and then my older one was into Transformers. Right now, it seems like he's more into Star Wars. So I think as they get a little bit older, they really get into Star Wars. And it depends on what the kids at school like too, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, he comes home and he says he likes Skylanders. I'm like, what Skylanders? <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. He's like going on about Team Umizumi the other day, and I'm yeah, like, no. okay, that's preschool stuff, yeah, son. Yeah. Time to grow up. <laughs> You're three. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Well, I won't take up too much of your time. Right. I know you got Thanks. a really busy day going on. Yeah, but, we, uh, gotta... we appreciate you letting an elegant weapon come on in here. And, yeah, no uh, problem. Thanks for uh, coming in, and uh, thanks for. Uh, talking about the show Hope you oh had a good absolutely time. it's uh you know it's great for us uh as far as i know i'm the only podcast in mississauga yeah, okay so it's it's kind of a hometown thing well, there for might me, be more. Who knows? i'm sure there is but i'm just going to pretend you're going to have to you have to get a <laughs> mississauga uh cycle of uh, podcast friends going on nice, yeah, remember yeah, those uh, back in the day calling. those uh, rings you put people would put at the bottom of their websites. They're part of like a ring of like network of sites. No, <laughs> nice, very good. Uh, but yeah, it's great meeting you, man. Yeah. Really, really appreciate All right. everything. Thanks eh? for coming and, uh, out. We'll see you at the next show. All right, All for right. sure. Take, Take care. care. Yo, this is Greg Capullo, man, and you're listening to Elegant Weapon. And you know who the biggest elegant weapon is? I can't tell you where it's located, but it's uh, got something to do with me. That was me and Colin, dude. We were talking about stuff. Uh, really nice guy. He was so exhausted. You could tell he's been working hard. Um, but bravo to him and all his hard work because it produced a very, very, very fine show. Um, I had a lot of fun. And um, I forgot how good a toy show can be. It's been a while since I've been to a straight-up uh, you know, collector's like toy show. Um, that wasn't just nothing but comic books or something big like Fan Expo. So it was cool to step back a little again. Uh, it was super cool to meet all the people I did. Um, many, many thank yous, of course, to Mr. Townsend Coleman for giving us five minutes of his time. Uh, we greatly appreciate that. Also to uh, Roy Mitchell, thanks for hanging out and chatting so long with us. I uh, had a great talk with him, the commanding officer of the 501st Legion. Um, Colin, hell of a show. Bravo, sir. Uh, the next show that uh, he will be presenting will be in May. It will be Sunday, May the 4th. Be with you. Uh, again, at the Delta Meadowvale Hotel and Conference Center, which is just fantastic because that's uh, in my hometown. And the more conventions that happen in my hometown, the happier that the J will fucking be. So uh, there you go, the 80s Toy Expo, also coming up later, Transformers Con or TransCon or so much stuff going on. Colin is serious, and as long as Colin is seriously bringing it to you, we'll be serious about bringing it back at you and uh, making sure that you know about these fun things and times going on, trying to present as much of the adventure as we can through the form of the podcast and uh this unprofessionally professional podcast an elegant weapon has uh about uh, ran its course for the evening so thank you very much i hope you enjoyed our little rant and our uh times and stories from the ontario collectors con tegities talking to you because they're winners winners get to do what they want